And welcome to Liquid Lunch. It's me, Hugh, and Mary is my co-host. Hello. At least for the start of the show today. We're expecting <laughs> Sandra, but it's pouring rain outside. Stormy. She probably had some cats she had to stop and feed what? on the way here. That's so sweet. Isn't it? Yes. That's what she does. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out when she gets here. <laughs> but in the meantime, we got Irma Haggis uh, joining us. Reverend, actually. Reverend? Mm-hmm. Irma Haggith joining us. What are you a reverend of? Uh, ordained through Bancroft Spiritual Center. Uh, took classes, courses remotely through Metaphysical University in Sedona. Yeah. I'm ordained to be able to perf- perform weddings in Ontario. Nice. That's wonderful. Well, you can do other things, too, yeah. as a oh, reverend, yeah. right? Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Maybe I should become a reverend. You should, actually. I, actually. I think that's a great idea. When I was a kid, I actually <laughs> wanted to be a reverend. Because I thought, you know, what? There's no better job than that. You, you work one day a week, <laughs> right? And you already have a ministry, it seems. So <laughs> why not get the title? <laughs> exactly. Um, so let's, uh, we're going to have a really exciting conversation with Irma. Mm-hmm. The last time she was in, she, we were talking about the labyrinths. And there's just a sample. And, uh, of course, we have a labyrinth just down the street. I don't know if you know this, Mary. I don't know this. There's a, uh, it's exactly the same Trinity. size as Chart, isn't it? I, I believe think. so, yeah. And it's just a five, less than five-minute walk from here. Yep. Nice. We'll have to go there yeah, and check yes. it out. But that's not what we're talking about today. No. We are talking about the Akashic Records. And maybe we should start, Irma, with the uh, question, what are the Akashic Records? Well, do you, let me ask you a question. Do you believe in reincarnation? <laughs> You know, I don't know if I do or not. He's sitting on the fence. (laughs) I am sitting on the fence. I don't know for sure. Well, the idea is that um, when you believe in reincarnation, you write the script before you incarnate into this reality. Mm -hmm. And that script would be who your parents are, who your siblings are, who um, important people are going to be in your life, perhaps significant others, Mm -hmm. teachers, People who are going to point you on a certain path if you deviate maybe from the plan that with the masters and teachers you came in with. The things that you needed to work on that maybe you didn't get done in the previous incarnation. Yeah, it's probably more like a video game <laughs> than a, an actual script, right? Because we have our choices within the game, yes. right? And so we can... Yeah, well, it's, it's free directions. will. I mean, it's all about free will. What yeah. about clearing karma in that? Well, karma is part of it, but from what I understand, there isn't so much karma going on anymore. Yeah, instant karma was invented in 1972. <laughs> and that was the end of that. Just well, <laughs> now you can just get rid of it like that. That sounds awesome. Right, Irma? Is that I, I don't know about that, but... He's <laughs> <laughs> another reverend over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what do you mean karma doesn't exist anymore? That's well, that's something that somebody said, that it's not as bad as it used to be, that a lot of the karma has been cleared. And with the work I do with the Akashic Records, I'm clearing a lot of things doing the work I do as well. Okay, and we're going to get into that, but Mm -hmm. what you just said reminds me of what you said earlier today, Mary, and that is people are getting worse. They do. I was just actually thinking that. (laughs) Karma is cleared. The clear slate might have caused something else, because I've talked to other people, and they're saying that people are getting more aggressive, more angry, and in my mind, then they're building more karma. Perhaps, but I think what's happening with society today is technology is creating us uh, into robots. 
Totally. You know, we're, be we're becoming roboticized through our phones, through technology. We're not paying attention. Um, as a driver these days, people are talking more and more about driving and people stopping or not stopping at stop signs and how people just are not paying attention in general. I mean, people walk distracted. across the street, they're, you know, on their phone or on their device. Mm -hmm. It's everybody is so distracted by technology that they really don't plug into themselves or plug into Mother Earth. I mean, the old ways, the old wisdom, Native Indian, mm -hmm. shamanistic, those are the true ways, the true path of the planet and the earth. Do you know that you reset your body's electric system by going barefoot on the earth? Mm -hmm. I knew that. Yeah. It's wonderful. And how simple is that rather yeah. than a pill? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although right? you could do both. It's <laughs> <laughs> a whole other show topic. <laughs> That's another topic, yeah. Uh, but you have to be on the ground, right? You can't do it, say, in here because we're on the fifth floor. You can ground yourself when you're up. I did an experiment once because when you're energy sensitive, it's easy to sort of tune into different things. So I went outside and I walked on asphalt, cement, and earth. And it was interesting to feel the difference. Certain things would, you could feel the earth through and certain things you couldn't. So asphalt, not yeah. so much. No, not so much. Cement a little bit. I've done those experiments. Yeah, have you? <laughs> yeah, so you true. know what I'm talking Asphalt about. Asphalt feels not so no, great at all. You really don't get in touch with anything. What if you climb a tree? Then, of Wonder. course, you're going to be in touch with because you're in touch with the tree. The tree's in touch with the ground. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I was just checking. Stop Get baiting me. Okay, so the instant karma. So we can, but okay, but that seems uh, uh, to counteract the instant karma thing, though. If we're I, being I really don't know about that. I don't know if we're collecting karma anymore. I just think a lot of different things are going on. Um, I mean, there are things going on that if I talked about, you think I was nuts, no, but no, I don't no, want to go there. I, I don't want to go there. Actually, and we've seen Let's most talk about of some no, of those no, things. No, no, no. Why no, no. We're here to talk about the records. <laughs> well, maybe I'm thinking, uh, so uh, what are they, though, exactly? The well, Edgar Casey is the well-known mm -hmm. uh, person affiliated with the Akashic Records because Edgar Casey was known as the Sleeping Prophet. Right. And he would go into a sleep-like trance. He would be given the name of a person, and he would literally get in touch with that person's energy and be able to say what was wrong with them, and then be so precise, directing them to what pharmacy, what shelf, what tincture to give that person to write what was wrong with their body. Mm -hmm. He was amazing. Okay. But what are these records? Where are they? How do we access them? Well, the word Akasha uh -huh. means soniferous ether. Soniferous. Soniferous ether. Okay. It's a Sanskrit word. Akasha. And um, the Akashic records, everything that was that you've ever done in this lifetime, any other lifetime, past, present, or future, is written in the Akashic records. So, so does that change things? <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you an example. When I first learned how to read and I would go into the records of somebody, it was like a big desk in a hallway in a library and the guy would sort of give you a pass and I'd walk down the hallway and I'd go into a room and retrieve that person's records. And that's how it would go on for a long time. Mm -hmm. Now it's very different. Oh yeah. How is it's it different? It's very different. It's, it's, it's changed over time. Is it all computerized now? No. I don't see the library anymore. It's not digitized. 
I don't see the library, I don't see the man, I don't get the pass. I literally go right into the records of the person. I mean, I used to see the book and the, you know, everything. Now it's like I go right into the records and I get something about that person. Mm-hmm. And it used to be, I mean, I was doing a psychic show in Oregon one time and I got a race car. And I'm like, okay, this person was one of those really hyper people. And the message was, slow down. They were just really, like, bouncing off the walls. And then my more recent client came in. This was about a week or so ago. Came in, sat down, connected with her in the records, and I got a puppy. And I'm like, you second-guess yourself. You know, you're wondering, Mm -hmm. am I really getting this? Mm -hmm. And there's this puppy bouncing all over the room and trying to lick her and kiss her. Mm -hmm. And I, I said to her, I said, I'm getting a puppy. It's just, we actually just got a puppy. We rescued a puppy. So this puppy was there. The energy of the puppy came with her because it was so happy to have a home, and it was just so grateful. So it was just all over her. It was was hilarious. That's wonderful. So I knew I had the right person that way. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So... So you do readings with with mm-hmm. so somebody can come to you and you have a process and you do a reading. So tell us what uh, why people come to you and and what they can come away with after going through it. Um, people come because they're curious. Everybody always has questions about um, their life, uh, relationships in their lives. Perhaps people that you know have been significant to them. Maybe a brother, sister, aunt, uncle tell me about my relationship with them and usually I'm shown a reincarnative experience um, for the loved one like yep. you could wow yeah so somebody could maybe even potentially find someone sorry that just really do you know what I mean if somebody passed away and then you would see them being born somewhere else they could that's I like haven't a seen I haven't seen that okay that <clears throat> particular thing yet no um, what I have seen is, um, I'll, I'll give you an example, and this ties into some release work that I do. Um, I had a lady come to me, her and her mother. Her mother was from England. She was from here. Mm-hmm. And she had issues with water. She was afraid of water. So we did a reading for her, mm-hmm. and the issue of water was around a relationship with her now sister in a previous lifetime. And the sister tried to drown her in that lifetime. So we cleared it. Mm -hmm. She and her mom went home. And she was on the way home feeling kind of weird and nauseous. And by the time she got home, she was upstairs. Her mother was downstairs. She said, Mom, Mom, come, come. And by the time her mother got upstairs, she actually started vomiting up water. The release that I did for her was so powerful that it released that lifetime and that memory because we we all have cells in our body Mm -hmm. and every cell has a memory to it so it spontaneously reacted with her body and she actually threw up water and then how did her life change after that she didn't have a fear of water anymore it was gone disappeared so um, it sounds like uh well, that's, people say that, that a lot of times some of the issues they're facing go back to past lives yes. and that sort of thing. Yeah. And so you can help people release all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. Have you had that in regards to disease where somebody's not well and then it traces back to something? Or I've had... I haven't done too much with disease yet, mm-hmm. but because disease in the body is related to emotional 
attachments that we have to uh, things in this lifetime or a previous lifetime, it very w well could affect it in a positive way. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's what I was just thinking. Even her, if she had, you know, been worried long enough, she could have gotten sick, mm -hmm. and you still would have traced it back to the fear yeah. of water, which yeah, exactly. is pretty amazing. Yeah. So, um, no, you mentioned. Uh, <laughs> do you have any funny stories? Uh, well, the puppy, the puppy was one. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it when the puppy showed up. <laughs> Everybody I mean, it's should have an ether puppy. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like you know, you you you. People go to psychics and they get that mm -hmm. same kind of thing. Oh, there's a puppy. Yeah. But is that because the psychic is reading the Akashic records, or is it a different process? Well, some process, psychics some psychics can access the records. Mm -hmm. um, some psychics will access your energy field. They'll mm -hmm. see what's around you, or they'll see recent events around mm -hmm. you. Um, the Akashic, I, I feel, is more um, it, it's more of a soul process. Mm -hmm. It's you really reconnecting with your soul. Mm -hmm. Some of the questions that I send out to clients are things that they would never even think about asking. You know, like, um, what is your money blueprint in this lifetime? You know, what is your ceiling? Um, mm -hmm. What is uh, the significance of a relationship with, you know, and they would give me a name, and then i tune into that energy. Um, more soul-related questions. I always joke, joke uh, with people, you know, you're not asking me for lottery numbers. That's not what I do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Were you just thinking about asking for lottery numbers? <laughs> oh, yeah, he sort of had that look on his like, face. At the end of the I'm show, disappointed I got a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> we tried that already. You wouldn't believe you? what we tried. Every psychic that comes in, we should try that. Well, I, hey, I, it's yeah. not a bad idea. It's not a bad There's idea. There's someone coming next week. Okay. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I want to, so in other words, like who should really get in touch with, I want to ask you some other questions. Okay, though, no, right? But, But I want to find out, like, yeah. so, so who's watching this right now, maybe, like, who, who should think about getting in touch with you and maybe doing a reading, getting a reading done? It, it, it works for anybody. Um, I encourage people particularly who feel stuck and are not sure which way to go, you know, and, and that's a lot of that is going on right now. Mm. Or they're wondering if they're on the right path. Maybe uh, I had a lady the other day and she was doing one particular thing, but then she wanted to go down this road and try something else. And I said, well, she expected to be told, no, that wasn't right, it was something else. And it ended up, no, what you're doing is, is the right path mm -hmm. until something else, you know, comes to you. Because down the road, you can sometimes see far down the road, you're going to be doing this, this, and this. But right now, this is the path that you need to be on before you go to that one. I could bring a lot of comfort to people because the world seems to be shifting for people yes. all the time. So yes. to have that, just that extra measure of comfort is very beneficial, what you do for people. Can we ask, well, I want to ask you about, is, is there anything that the Akashic Records tell us about the macro level of things? In other words, not individual and what they're going through as a individual through this life, but what's going on overall? I mean, we're talking about people getting worse. We're talking about no more karma. Well, um, it's all done through specific questions that they ask. Uh, any psychic will tell you the better the question, the better the answer will come from the reading that they're getting. So that's why I design questions, so that they ask questions around that or it prompts them mm -hmm. to ask questions. And I encourage clients, if they call me and they, they go through the thing, carry around a notepad. Mm -hmm. As things pop into your, oh, I want to ask about this, mm -hmm. write it down. Mm -hmm. So that you come prepared with questions. Mm -hmm. 
and they can't be general questions. They have to be a little more specific so that they get the answer that they're seeking. But that's something that you've got a whole, you've got a process for. I have so a process for. So if somebody wants to do a reading, you'll send them out the questions. I send them, yeah. They, they have to kind of do their homework before they come and see you, and then yes. they're going to get the maximum yes. out of the experience. And right? then sometimes they get sent home with homework. Homework's fun. <laughs> yeah, they do. Homework. Yeah. A little reflection. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else, Irma? What else is, what about the, like, what's going on out there? <laughs> that's, right? that's too general. That's too general. Okay, is the world going to end? When I, when we did an Akashic record for the planet Earth many years ago, yeah. when I was first learning this, it was like, how dare you? think that I'm not going to be here anymore oh. because the earth has been around for a long time and gone through many incarnations itself people right. might disappear but the earth will exactly and really? that was yeah. the message yeah. yeah and if we disappear then what what comes next giant cockroaches <laughs> who knows who knows <laughs> the earth turns into a lush green garden there's no pollution no 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 no, no. But regenerates then, itself but who's going to experience it Right? If a tree falls in the forest. <laughs> Does anybody hear? Exactly. Um, Can I talk a little bit about the release? Yes, please. Um, in, a, in a reading, because of the questions that people usually ask, they're asking about issues, behaviors, patterns, because a lot of us have those things that we carry around. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're self-imposed. Sometimes they're familial, immediate family. And sometimes they're actually ancestral. Yeah. And when people ask about those, I can see the connection, wh whether it is immediate, familial, or ancestral. And when we work to release them, they release for seven generations back and seven generations totally. forward. So it's gone. And it's huge to release It is huge. For people, yeah. And I've had a couple of people who have come to me and uh, s somehow knew that I was going to be able to help them with something. And uh, it's really interesting. I remember one lady, again, fairly recently, was been carrying something huge around. And uh, we worked to release it, and I could feel it. It was like a boulder on my back, mm -hmm. and she could feel it, and it got let go. And usually people are lighter afterwards, and I call it the instant facelift. Because people will come in, and they're like, totally. you know, they're just really down, or, or, or they just have no up for them mm -hmm. and they they leave and they're like smiling and that that ends up referrals or repeat okay. clients because they come back and when i see them like the next month that they come in and they're smiling from ear to ear they're completely different people mm. so it must be very rewarding it's extremely rewarding and that's due to the combination of the reading and the release and mm -hmm. they changes people's lives and when you say it releases seven generations back and seven generations forward mm -hmm. yeah. what does that mean Seven generations? Yes. That's generations. Like it's your, generations, yeah. Your yeah. progeny we, going forward and your ancestors going yeah. backwards. Yeah. Because progeny. Yeah. If somebody's carrying around something, if there's a pattern, say an addiction in a family, and somebody doesn't clear that addiction, yeah. deal with it in that lifetime, it's going to get worse for each successive generation until somebody clears it. That's how it goes. See, my grandfather owned a cigar factory, 
No, but it's true. Wow. And then everybody smoked in the family. Wow. And mm. it's been ongoing. So maybe I need to come and see you and do <laughs> You don't smoke cigars, though, do you? No. <laughs> Only at parties. What about, uh, like, some... Okay, I'm just thinking of somebody. See, Mary does some healing work. Okay. Right? I want to triangulate here a little bit. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Because um, somebody that you were looking at, you said that they had some sort of demonic influence. Oh, boy. Right? <laughs> that happens. And I'm just wondering if that, if you account, if you ever encounter that. Um, actually, I have. And then what it's happens, Irma? Uh, it was a long process. Uh, it was a, a lady I knew that uh, was um, taken over by somebody, and it was a long process. She's finally free now. Yes. Um, it was out of my hands. I, I did as much as I could for her, and then we had to move her on. It was to the point of sending her to a priest for a... a proper exorcism. Yeah. I ended up with uh, seven shamans in Peru working on her remotely yeah. and trying to help. And did they... Did it work? I believe it helped to a certain extent, but this person was so powerful and so ingrained with her and in, in her, it yeah. was incredible. Yeah. One of an, an experience I really don't want to ever have anything to do with again. I've had a few with that, and yeah. it's, it's really not fun, no. It's and not fun. And if the fun. person keeps opening up the door, there's yes. really nothing you can do. So they think that they're, you know, they leave and they're feeling fantastic, and then whoop, open the door again, and then they're right back in there. I'll give you a tip from my sister. My sister and I have a lot of talks about these things. Uh, Ronco, set it and forget it. Mm -hmm. So teach them to close the door, set it and forget it. Totally. So do you, do, do you, when you go to the Akashic Records, is that where you get the information from that there, there's a demonic uh, thing going on? In this case, no. She, she brought it to my awareness, and oh. then we had to start working with it. All right. What about some of the other weird things you don't want to talk about? <laughs> hmm? Just give us an example. I mean, you brought that book in that I'm very interested in, but what else? Um, I don't know what else. <laughs> you uh, yeah. Well, first of all, to, to access the records myself, I use an ancient prayer. That's how I was taught. And I use the person's full name. Mm -hmm. And it's that process that gets me into the records for that person. I see. What's the prayer called? Is it a mantra? or No, it's not a mantra. It's an actual prayer. Hmm. That's how I was taught. Ancient from what tradition? or? I think it goes back to South America or something, if I remember correctly. Okay. And um, what else do we need to know? There's a lot of people reading the records. Yeah. Um, we have had other people on the show. Talking about the Akashic okay. Records. And they could kind of just go like, Doot. do a quick consult, like right then That's and there. That's what I was going to oh, okay. I knew I had and, a question. <laughs> and they, they were able to like... We can try information. it. We can try. Well, <laughs> I don't know if we want is it, that. Is this your tinfoil hat? <laughs> yeah, that's, I got tinfoil under there. It helps. I'm wondering if you've ever had the experience where you're talking to someone at a dinner or something and all of a sudden you get something and you have to tell them. Do you have... Uh, <laughs> that brings up something. Everything is energy. Mm -hmm. And when people pass on, we tend to think that they're out there somewhere in heaven. And the reality is that it's dimensional. Mm -hmm. They're just here. 
and a loved one of a family member had passed on and there was a family gathering shortly after. And I waited to see where everybody was going to sit and the only seat that wasn't sat in was the seat that that person usually sat in. And I thought, uh-oh. And I sat in the seat and I sat right into their energy. Mm-hmm. And it was like through the entire meal, yep, 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 tell them this, tell them that, tell them that. I can't, I can't. You know, they're not going to understand because you've got to understand when there's a gathering of people, not everybody's going to believe in that. True enough. And they're not going to want to maybe have that information shared. True enough, especially so. At the end of the meal, I said to somebody he was living with at the time, I said, uh, "Do you believe in life after death?" You, you know, and she sort of it was almost like, nah, nah, you know, no belief, no, not wanting to get involved in that. <clears throat> and then I went up to another loved one of his, and I said, "Do you believe?" And the answer was yes. So I was able to share with her that that person was there and what they wanted them to know. But you always have to get permission. It's just like the Akashic Records. It's just like if you do energy work, you get permission from people. It's not a, you know, you just willy-nilly go in and (laughs) you can't do that. Because then, you know, it's... you don't want to be given license to go into anybody's records without their knowledge. Of course. And there are actually people, I've met people that do that, which is harmful and it's not a good yeah. idea. Same thing with healing. I, like if I see someone with sciatica walking down the street, I have been known, if it's a grandma going to the park with her kids, to say, <laughs> I can fix that in a few seconds if you allow me. But wow. I would never just throw the grandma down over the yeah, hood yeah. of the car because that's what we're doing <laughs> at the park. But she, you know, it's worth yeah, yeah, it yeah. they feel so much better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. So, okay, Irma, so um, now can you do this? Do people have to come and see you, or can you do this over the phone, over the Internet? I do it mostly over the phone or Skype. Okay. Because, again, energy is energy. You don't have to be in front of me. I learned that. Mm -hmm. I I used to do it only in person, and I went, wait a minute. And when I first started, I would just imagine them sitting in the room with me, and now I don't even do that. So, in other words, people watching this can be anywhere in the world. Anywhere. They can get in touch. Yep. Phone, email. It's wonderful. It's great. So we've got your website up there, Irma. Okay. Um, uh, but do you want to just tell us the actual URL? Because we shortened it with a bit.ly. Well, I, uh, there's a website called selfgrowth.com. Mm-hmm. And within that website, there's a lot of people that have their sort of uh, mini websites in there. Mm-hmm. And so if you go to selfgrowth.com, put in Irma Haggath, Akashic Records, you'll come to that, uh, that window. And there's a lot of information there. There's links to other things there and whatnot. Great. Or they can just go to that uh, URL that we put up on the screen yes. and get in touch directly and uh, get started clearing all their... <laughs> is Basically it karma that they're cleaning? everyone can benefit yeah. from this, I'm thinking. It Anybody like and it. everybody can benefit. Exactly. And it's, it's think of it as spring cleaning. Except maybe Donald Trump, because he's probably already there. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, you should, maybe you wouldn't want to read his Akash. I don't know that I would, no. a alarming. <laughs> well, anyway, Irma, great to see you again. Thanks great to see you. Thank you. Thanks for telling us about this. And, uh, and anybody watching this, uh, get in touch. and Yes, please. Get, the, get it going. <laughs> we're going to take a little break. Sandra showed up, so she it's, that's there. great. And we're going to continue with some more great guests right here on thatchannel.com. Okay. 
This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs, introducing the new Firehouse Pub Steak Sub with savory steak, crispy fried onions, and our rich Belgian beer cheese sauce. On tap for a limited time. Order yours at firehousesubs.com today. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2018 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.13% of every purchase.